Good morning. It's June the 1st. We're reading through the Bible and our Old Testament reading is found today in 2 Chronicles chapters 4, 5, and 6. Our New Testament reading is in John chapter 12 verses 20 through 50. So that's our reading for the morning. And I want you to get into it in just a minute, but just a quick preview. We're going to be seeing the temple finished, the furnishings in place in chapter 4. We see the music and all the things that go with the Ark of the Covenant being uh, ensconced and situated in the Holy of Holies. We see the visible presence of God uh, brought down, and I say that because it's a symbolic visible presence of God, because God is spirit, and spirit is not visible, uh, though there were visible manifestations of God in His condescending to human beings all the way back to the garden uh, in Genesis uh, chapters 1 and 2. and chapter 3, of course, we have that uh, separation that's brought between mankind and God. Uh, and also with Moses, we see examples of the manifestation of God in some visible way. But God is invisible and he's ensconced in unapproachable light, as the Bible says. And yet we see the temple here with a box with these cherubim, these angels crafted on the top of that box. And on that ark, there was a visible presence, as we see here described in chapter 5, with all the fanfare and majesty of the music and the worshipers. And then in chapter 6, this is a great section. I want you to read it devotionally and carefully in our morning reading. Uh, look at how Solomon prays to dedicate the temple. It's a powerful uh, prayer of dedication, and a lot of the prayer of dedication is about prayer. And I want you to think about that as you get into the Bible reading this morning. We think about our community imperative, and then you spend time in prayer. I want you to think about how God is responsive to the prayers of His people. Think even the New Testament examples of the uh, incense of the altar as it's pictured in the book of Revelation being the prayers of the saints, of God's people going up before God. This is a great and inviting picture for us to realize that God is a God who is responsive to the prayers of his people. Though we don't look for a physical building as the place that we pray toward to have God hear us, right? We are actually the temple of God as the Spirit dwells in us. And we're praying, of course, in our own hearts and in our spirit and in truth to the God who hears us in heaven. So this is a great text, some great words here from Solomon that I think will be encouraging for your prayer life. Over in John chapter 12, verses 20 through 50, uh, we see the incredulous, uh, unbelieving, firm stubbornness of the people uh, who just won't believe in Christ and they won't put their trust in him. Christ has done everything he can to prove who he is and yet they are now uh, just struggling in every way against the truth. And we often think of the Jewish leaders, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes that are rejecting Christ. But here we even see the Hellenistic or the Greek uh, proselytes to Judaism that just cannot stand Christ and they want to kill him. Uh, Jesus knows his time is short. He talks about that. He predicts his own death again. We've seen that throughout uh, the Gospels. And we know that from the beginning, even in John, he sees the clear picture of his end. And that's going to ramp up as we move toward the upper room discourse before his departure and his high priestly prayer of John 17. But right now in John chapter 12, he says about the judgment, you've heard my words, right? And they're going to stand in judgment against you. That is the standard by which we will be judged. And they've heard it. They've heard the truth. And that truth they are responsible to respond to. And of course, they were refusing to. And that is the problem. 
the judgment delivered over to the son, not at his first coming. He didn't come to judge in the first coming. He comes back to judge. And in that judgment, uh, the truth will be the standard by which everyone is judged. And of course, judged according to our deeds as well. And I say that uh, hoping that your trust is in Jesus Christ. So the judgment that is condemnation has fallen on the Lamb of God and Jesus has taken and absorbed that for you. Our judgment will be different, not in terms of condemnation, but in terms of evaluation. And uh, we read about that in 2 Corinthians 5. So the picture of the unbelieving people in John 12, I hope, is something that will contrast our lives and say that's not us. Our community imperative, it uh, is a complement to what we've already seen in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. I want to direct your attention to verses 11 and 12. Paul says, For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. We talked about being gentle in our discipleship like a mother, a maternal kind of gentleness. I want to talk now about the firm, clear, paternal kind of fatherly discipleship. I said you need to be firm or clear and paternal in your discipleship. So you've got people in your lives. I hope you're pulling along in Christ and you know the times you've got to be gentle like a mother. And then you know those times you've got to be firm like a father, like a coach that exhorts strongly. And so I would invite you to know the difference and maybe even to think through the difference in your life today as to how you can help people along in their Christian life. And so I would invite you maybe even to comment on how you know uh, on the receiving end of the difference between when someone has to be gentle like a mother and firm like a father. They're distinct. We need some in different points in our Christian life in response to different things in our Christian life. And I hope that you would think clearly about how to do that as you bring others along in Christ. So get into your reading, Second Chronicles and John chapter 12, and we'll be back again tomorrow, Lord willing, as we continue to read through the Bible.